Welcome to Footnotes, the Roar podcast where we explore the stories in and around the McGill Library and Archives. Nothing is off topic. We share stories from our collections that are off the wall, out of the box, off the shelves, from us to you, wherever you get your podcast. We have short pods like this one, called Footnotes, and longer pieces called Voices from the Footnotes. Look for these on the website. While the library doors have been closed due to COVID-19, the library staff have been busy. This is a series where we get to know the people behind the desk, or, in the case of the pandemic, behind the screens. Join us as we meet the librarians, archivists, and staff at Roar, the rare collections at the McGill Libraries and Archives. Before we begin, we acknowledge that McGill University is situated on the traditional territory of the Ganyagahaga, a place which has long served as a site of meeting and exchange amongst nations. We recognize and respect the Ganyagahaga as the traditional custodians of the lands and waters on which we meet today. Today we meet Jacqueline Sundberg, associate producer for this series and one of the Roar staff. My name is Jacqueline Sundberg. Um, and I work with the Roar Collections at the McGill Library. I work on a lot of the public facing events and outreach projects that bring all four of the collections together. Um, and I do a lot of the different things these days with COVID not having our physical spaces open and we're not hosting tours or talks or anything in person. All of these things have been virtual recently. I live near the downtown campus of Montreal in Griffintown, just down the hill. And uh, yeah, these days I do like to get out for walks. The warmer weather is drawing us all outside. Um, but yeah, I've been with Roar for since 2017. And uh, it's really been a pleasure to be able to share these collections with a broader audience beyond the usual crowd who would come in to the reading room. So the general public instead of the already converted researchers and professors and students. Um, tell me about your, describe your earliest memory associated with libraries. Hmm, that's a good question. I think that strangely enough, most of my early memories, perhaps this is true of all of us, the way our brain forms them are associated with smells. And some of my earliest memories are the smell of the carpet. Um, and one of those is from, I can conjure up my public library from when I was young and it, it comes in the form of the carpet, the smell of the carpet in the children's department. And it would be like the sun baked public carpet. And it's not, it sounds a little gross really when you try and try and imagine somebody else's like a fond memory of being up close and personal with the, with the carpet, but it's a testament to the time that I spent in the library and the time that I spent there when I was small because my nose was not far from the floor. Um, but yeah, I grew up out in Alberta. So probably my earliest memory is not of any of the books, but just of being in the space and apparently being comfortable enough to sit on the floor. I actually also remember the smell of my first library, you know, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know that I associate it with the carpet, just the more of the kind of sm the space in its totality. Yeah. And the interesting thing is when I have visited my childhood library as an adult, 
it still smells the same. The smell brings it all back. Yes. And my childhood library, probably it is still there. I grew up in Alberta, in Calgary, and there's a number, there's a branch library system there. So I would have been going to one of two branches that are still in existence, but there are newer ones since, including a really lovely, beautiful architectural marvel that's the downtown public branch in Calgary. That one was completed just a few years ago. And I think it was my family's like fondest wish that when the new library opened, I would be called back to the West to work in this lovely public library, which did not happen. Unfortunately, I, and the siren song of Montreal life and culture kept me here. But uh, yeah, it's a, uh, they do have a nice new branch there. I mean, you never know. Life is long. You never, it's true. <laughs> so... yeah, you never know. <clears throat> oh, I, I didn't ask you how you got interested in archival work. Let me ask you that. How, how did sure. you get interested in archival work? Well, like so many of us, the route that takes you to where you are is unexpected. I wound up here partly because when I was deciding where to go to graduate school, I had the choice of a number of different schools and my husband and I were like, you know, where do we want to live? That was the deciding factor over the school that I was going to attend. And we wound up here in Montreal because it was the perfect marriage of the school and the city. And so we came and I studied. I did a graduate degree in English studies, focusing on poetry at McGill, um, which was wonderful. It was a two-year program. And then I stayed after that and I worked in the wonderful Westmount Public Library, the children's department. So what drew me here was a love of stories and a love of words and particularly a love of play and language that poetry is just so good at and that poets have a mastery over. And I continued that love of play in working at the Westmount Library. And I realized that I liked stories a lot. This is the, the underlying, like I should have perhaps led with that. I love stories. I have an addiction to story. And I do love connecting people with stories and helping them discover the stories that are meaningful to them or, or surprising or new or extraordinary. I like fostering those moments of connection and discovery. And I really learned that through working at the public library. And so I did go back and do a library degree. And that brought me once again into the McGill library. So I'm in a different role now. I have still sharing stories with people, but it's often the stories from a cabinet of curiosities, um, giving people a welcome, in, welcoming invitation into something that sometimes has um, rare and special collections and archival collections are often a little bit harder for people to access just because of that barrier of inaccessibility or perceived in inaccessibility. And people think that it's not necessarily for them. And, um, yeah, I guess my love of story has kind of put me in this position so I get to share those stories and to welcome people into them. Look to the show notes on our website for additional material and to explore the projects that the Roar team has been working on. Our title song called Happy Sandbox was composed by Mativ and sourced from freesound.org. You can find all the credits in our show notes. Thank you to Professor Natalie Cook, director of this project at Team Roar, and to Jacqueline Sunberg, associate producer. I'm Sheetha Lodia, host and producer for this episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>